And um, so if we go and we look at the missing key, um, I'm going to start off with Matthew 16, verse 19. Now, if you go to Matthew 16, verse 19, Jesus said, I will give unto you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. So he is giving us the keys. And uh, most people and the most churches and the most organizations, they do not have, um, let's say, let's call it, they don't have the knowledge of, the, of what these keys are. Because, I mean, um, we all heard a lot of messages around the keys and what keys do you need for this and for that and open heaven and close whatever. But now... Uh, the meaning of a key is a way, it's a direction, it's a meaning what will help you to open certain things in your life, to open certain things in the universe. So we, we need to open ourselves to get into that place to know that you need a key to have access to go to a place. If you don't have a key to my house, you don't have access into my house. If you don't have a key to your car, you don't have access to that car. So your key is powerful to open something um, for you. So that is absolutely a positive thing to have a key because you have the authority to unlock something or to close something. So now in Luke 11, verse 52, and I just want to, before I, I start or continue, um, and I know, all of you on, on Pastor Sharon's platform and her inner church, um, she really teaches you a lot of meditation. But sometimes um, people don't know how to, to give that knowledge or the um, teachings over to somebody else. So what I want to do tonight is really to equip, equip you to tell others why we have to meditate. So we need this key. Now, Jesus says that he will give us the key to the kingdom of heaven. Now, in Luke 11, verse 52, Luke 11, verse 52 says, Woe unto you, lawyers, for you have taken away the key of knowledge. You entered not in yourselves, and them that were entering you hindered. Now, we see the lawyers, the people of the law, um, they, they stopped the other people. They knew that that was actually the way to get into yourself or to get the knowledge is to go within yourself. But they stopped the people. Now, we know how powerful law is. We can all relate to what, what went on the last um, two years, more than two years now with this whole COVID thing. Because the law, the government of all the, all over globally said you are not allowed to go outside with a mask. You're not allowed to do this. You're not allowed. You must have social distancing. So with all that, we um, know how powerful the law is. But that is why people with the authority in law can stop you from doing what you actually know is the truth. Um, Esther, can you not hear me? Okay, sorry, let me just see. 
so I can put my sound louder. Um, can you hear me better now? You can just show me a thumbs up so that I can see. You can hear me. Great. Thank you so much. Mystical peace, immortal, whoever you are. <laughs> um, so um, we know that people um, in authority positions, they have the power, they have the authority because of the law to stop us from doing things or to allow us from doing things. But now, as I said, we as sons of God, there is no higher authority. Now, I don't say we must be these rebels to say, oh, no, I know this and I know that. No, we, we have wisdom. We are mature. So there are certain things that we know is good for us. But, um, okay, but I'm not going to go further on that. I just want to let you understand that how powerful it is when people of the law can stop you or they can allow you to do certain things. So now this scripture in Luke 11 verse 52 says, if you don't enter into yourself, you are taking away the key to see the kingdom. That is the key to see the kingdom. Because how will you learn what the kingdom is about if you never see the kingdom or you never enter the kingdom? If you cannot see the kingdom and you cannot enter into the kingdom, how will you be able to know what is the kingdom about? What will you be able to say about this kingdom if you never experience the kingdom yourself? I mean, people are talking about the kingdom of God, but they do not experience or they do not see the kingdom of God. They're talking out of somebody else's mouth about the kingdom, but they never experienced the kingdom themselves. They never saw the kingdom in the past themselves or even now, but they maybe they are good preachers, good speakers, and then they can come over with good words and nice words, but you will know if they have experienced the kingdom of God. Did they see this, the, the kingdom of God? Did they use the key to go within themselves to find the kingdom? Now, one of the main things is, is you need to step out of religion. Stop looking for scriptures to confirm if you are doing the right thing. Just do it. Why will you always want to have a scripture if God is living within you? Why are you looking for scriptures to see? Because God says he's doing a new thing. So if he's doing a new thing, there is no scripture it's only the voice of God within you that you will know that he spoke to you. And if you bear the fruit of the spirit, nobody can speak 
or talk against you because that is what it is all about okay so you need to go within yourself that is the key to go and see the kingdom so what is this kingdom now if you or if a doctor diagnoses you with a disease or then you, you totally forget if you go to a doctor and the doctor tells you that you have cancer immediately you forget about the kingdom of god immediately you focus on on what the doctor has just told you that's it okay because he said you have it but if you have a relationship problem and you are uh, 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 you are fault with a divorce you stop thinking about the kingdom of god you only start thinking oh what what's going to stand on that paper that's coming to me and your mind is not focused on the kingdom of god anymore your mind is focused on the problem on what is going to stand on that piece of paper and that means you have lost the key or you have stopped using the key to go in to yourself so now if your child has a problem at school and they call you in about his or her behavior then you immediately forget about the kingdom and you are worried about what the school's authority is going to say you stop or oh, did you make a mistake as your in your parenting did you do something wrong why are your child behaving like this so immediately your focus is not in the kingdom of god anymore your focus is on the problem you lost your key now i'm asking you how many times do we lose our key how many times do we stop using this key this whole COVID situation people forgot about the kingdom and they they forgot about it they were focused on the wrong things because they stopped going within themselves and they cannot stand up and say but thus saith the lord now i'm going back to ezekiel that says we god said stand up eat this scroll okay so the moment you start eating the scroll you get it into your system it's becoming digested in your system and then god says then you can stand up and say that saith the lord okay so you cannot just go out no 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 it must come from within to the outside so my question is did you lose your key today maybe or did you forget to use your key the most people's the most people's kingdom is between these two things your ears the people think the whole time the kingdom is between their ears what they are thinking what they are seeing what's going on now what are they reading what are they watching so that is what it is now in luke 17 verse 21 and all these scriptures you know them jesus himself said for behold the kingdom of god is within you so i am giving the key to yourself 
I am introducing you to the person you know least, yourself. God says, take this key to go and search the kingdom within you so that you can find the inner child within you and introduce that child to the Most High God within you because Christ is within you and that's why he gives you the key so that you can go in yourself and meet yourself. Trust me, people don't know who they are. When people ask me to help them to, with, in counseling, I ask them, tell me who are you? Tell me about yourself. No. Let me then they say, no, but I'm a, a doctor, or no, but I'm working there as an admin clerk, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that. I said, I didn't ask you what you are doing. I'm asking you, who are you? And the most people don't know who they are. They cannot tell me what do they like or what do they dislike. And most of them were reformed maybe in a relationship. They forgot who they are because they had to do it to compromise their personality because of somebody else. And that is what I say. You need to keep. You need to know who you are. You need to know what your purpose is. And you need to know where are you going to. And the only way you can find that is to use the key and to go within yourself. And then people go to other people. Why do they go to other people? They want to go to other people. They want to go to a prophet to hear what does God say about me. I mean... Now you go to somebody else to find out who you are. And most of those people do not even know who they are, but you want them to tell you who you are. And that doesn't make sense. I mean, I cannot go to somebody else and say, oh, I heard you are a prophet. Please, do you have a prophetic word for me? Just tell me what's going on in my life. Um, now, I'm not bringing down prophets because they are prophets of God that there are people running after prophets because they don't take the time and use the key to go within themselves and find Christ within them and the answers within them so I will not go to somebody else to tell me who's Madeleine definitely not because and then I know most of the time you know what that person does not even know who he or she is. But now I have to listen to that person to find out who I am. No, 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 it's not working that way. So you gave your key away from not going into yourself to find your inner child in the kingdom and get your answers there. You cannot read about it. You cannot study about it. You can't, cannot pray about it. You have to do it. That is the only way. You have to do it. It's not something that you can go and take a book and go into a study and write a degree, get your degree or your examinations, write your examinations and get the degree. No, 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 no. You need to buy the time out to use the key to go in yourself. 
Now, Jesus said in Matthew 6, verse 22, he says, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore the eye is single, thy whole body shall be filled with light. Now, this is also part of a key. It's a key to practice your single eye. You need to practice your spiritual eye. You need to go to that place. And that's why Jesus, Jesus says it. It is not one of the disciples. It's not one of the people in the Bible. Jesus said it. He said, the light of the body is the eye. If therefore the eye is single, so there's one, thy whole body shall be filled with light. So the whole temple becomes enlightened. Now, then he says in Matthew 6, verse 33, he says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God. That is another key. You need to seek the kingdom of God. Now, the kingdom of God is within me, and the key is to go within me. So I need to take this key to make time to go within myself to seek the kingdom of God within me and practice my single eye so that I can see what is going on in this temple of Madeleine. I'm not going into Pastor Sharon's temple. I'm not going into um, Ricky's temple or Eve or Sylvia or Mystical Peace. Um, I, not one of you. I, I'm not going into you to find out who you are. I'm going to find myself in the kingdom of God so that I can be the voice of God, that I can be his hand, so that I can be his feet wherever I go. Okay. So, and then he says in Matthew 6, uh, verse 25 and 34, he says, Take therefore no thought for the morrow. That is another key. Take no thought. Don't worry, because your thoughts will feed the problem. Take no thought. That is what I said. People stop thinking about the kingdom of God when they get bad news. And now Jesus said, take no thought. Take no thought of what you're going to wear tomorrow. Don't take no thought of what you're going to eat. Because if you become still and you go within yourself, use the keys, then the whole body will be enlightened and you will have no worry. So actually separate yourself from everything that tries to stop you from going within. You need to set yourself apart. You cannot practice your single eye while you are reading a book or sit underneath a teaching in church or wherever you cannot practice that single art because your mind is busy with what is going on around you your ears are busy to listening to somebody else's teaching so that is good it has its place but you need to practice your single eye wherever you can separate yourself from the carnal things in your life and close the door and just have a time of real holiness, a time that you set apart.
to do what you have to do. So you need to go into yourself. So you can only practice your single eye when you experience it. When you go within and you experience, you see the light. You don't think. You see in the spirit. You feel. You get it. Then I experience it. Then I can stand up. So only when there is no thought, when you as person disappear, when you get to a place called there, a place called there, where you have set yourself apart, only then you will experience it. That is that place, that sacred place, where it's only you and Christ. Those people who think they know, they don't know. And those people who think they don't know, they know. Because the people who think, no, I really don't know. There's no ego involved there. And you can actually listen to those people because they know. But those who said, oh, come to me, I know, I know, I know, I know. They don't know, trust me. They will teach you out of a book, but not out of experience. You have to change the frequency of your brain. That's why it says, take no thought. At the moment there's no thought, you're actually purifying your mind because now there's nothing. Do you agree with me? Just a thumbs up and shut it out. Yes, Madeleine. Okay, I hear you. <laughs> so take no thought. Think of nothing so that your mind can be pure. And then the word of God says in Matthew 5, verse 8, it says, Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. Okay? So when are you pure? When there is no thought. When you don't worry about anything, no problem, no financial things, no relationship problems, no job problems, nothing. When you come to that place where you don't think, you become still so that you can hear the soft voice of God within you, then the word of God is blessed are those who are pure in heart. Now, my question is, can you see God? No, man cannot see God. But if there is no mind, no thought, then what? You are pure in your nothing. When there's nothing, you are pure. You are pure in that nothing state, and then you can see God. When there's nothing, you can see God. But they, if there's something here, you see the problem. If there's something here, you see all those things that's going on. But if you are absolutely at the place where there's nothing here, you will see God. Because then you are absolutely busy with him. Because then there's no Madeleine that can stand between herself and God. That is when my inner child, that 
spiritual meeting and can see him face to face. Absolutely. So now when you separate from thought, your eye becomes single. The moment you separate yourself and there's no thought in your mind, then your eye becomes single and your body will be enlightened. That is what the word of God says. When you practice it, you come to exact the same place as where Jacob was. And he said, I saw God face to face and he called the place Peniel. And that's why uh, previous teachings that I gave you of your pineal glands, the light, your single eye opens up in your body, the temple gets enlightened and the inner child meets God, the light goes, and it's the same with the, the um, high priest that went into the most holy of holies. They, uh, um, I, I know I've mentioned it before in one of my teachings with you, where I, I, I said to you that they had to go into the most holy place and the word of God says the only light that was there was the Shekinah glory of God. And so I did research on that to find out what did the priests do in that most holy place. And they said the priest had to meditate. Okay. They had to meditate and find God and until the light went in on in themselves and the Shekinah glory of God shone through them in that place and they saw God. Now that place was dark. There was no light. And that is why we need to sleep in a dark room. Because the moment you sleep in a dark room, the um, chemicals that, that happens in your body helps you to see. That's why God says, on your bed, when you sleep, I give you dreams. But that is actually when you sleep in the darkness, you, do, you get it, okay? So in the darkness, where do we find God? Where do we see him face to face? In the thick darkness where he dwells. That's where we see him. That's why we need to come to that place where we see God face to face and it happens everything in your body. So when you get to this place, you don't need or want anybody or organization of system to accept you. You don't want and you don't need people to accept who you are because you don't know who you are because you cannot get to that place to see God face to face with a degree. You cannot see God face to face because you have an awesome um, position at your workplace. No, that will not help you to see God face to face. You need to get to that place where you go within yourself, take no thought, and you will find him. When you seek him there, you will find him. Now, and only thing what you can do is use the key. The key is available for you, it's available for me. But each one has to make that decision to say, I am going to use this key. And I'm not going to, I cannot give my key to anybody else. It's my key. Only I can go into this temple. And in this temple, God is there. 
The kingdom of God is there. All the answers are there. All the resolutions are there. Everything I need is within me. And the reason why we're talking about the inner child, the inner child is pure, is holy. So the inner child deep within you, that creation of God, that is where you come and see, whoa, I've got it. I've got it. Okay. Now, when we go to 1 Corinthians 2, verse 14, 1 Corinthians 2, verse 14, it says, that the natural man receives not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritual discerned. You cannot understand these things. You cannot study it. You have to experience it. And it is there for everybody who will or want to use this key. That is why when you are a natural man sorry when you are a spiritual man yes okay so now in second corinthians 12 verse 2 the word says i knew a man in christ about 14 years ago whether in the body i cannot tell or whether out of the body i cannot tell but god knows such a one caught up to the third heaven. Verse 3 says, And I knew such a man, whether in the body or out of the body, I cannot tell, but God knows. Verse 4, How that he was caught up into paradise and heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. So we can have out-of-the-body experiences. Even here, Paul said, he doesn't know, but God knows. But the words that are necessary to you to be taught cannot be uttered. So when God speaks words to you in that place, it's unspeakable words. It's Sometimes you don't know how to act it. You don't know how to bring it into this realm, into this cornerly world, to utter what God said. And that is why sometimes you cannot speak what God tells you. You cannot speak. You cannot speak it to those immature and spiritual people outside. So even if you want to scream it out that the whole world must know it, no. You need to be wise not to throw your words to the swine. Okay? Don't give that for them to tremble on. No. You need to come to a place where you have that wisdom and that maturity when to use it and with who can you talk about it. Now, Jesus said in Matthew 10 verse 8, he says, Freely you receive, freely give. So the truth are contained in words that cannot be uttered. But freely you receive and freely we give. So at the right time you give because you have received it. Now in Matthew 13 verse 11, it say, uh, the word says, He answered and said unto them, now that was Jesus, 
because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven, but to them it is not given. Unto you it is given. Okay? There is a veil over people's eyes. They don't understand because it is spoken in parables. That is why we need to understand the allegory of the scriptures or else you will not know what it is about. And that is actually such, for me, an exciting journey to say, wow, let me find out what are these my, uh, this mysteries? What are these hidden things? I want to find it. Where will you find it? In the bookshop? No. In a church? No. In a praise and worship session? No. You can only find it by using the key to go within yourself and let the single eye be enlightened and then you will find it. That's the only place that you can get the answer. Unless people let go of their ego, the veil will not be lifted. Trust me. If people don't let go of their ego, when they don't get up to that place, give no thought. Because remember, the moment you um, have no thought, there's no ego. Um, at the moment, you have no ego about yourself. That is when you can see him face to face and you can hear him. And I, I just want to get back there. We all have ego and we must have ego because we become also cross conscious. But ego is your veil because ego stops you from seeing things. Ego is like really um, because it's all about you. That's what it's all about. That's why you can go out and you can see preachers, you can see people that study the word. Oh, I mean, I see it every week. Uh, I can put a post on, on um, Facebook and then I can see uh, what, they, uh, what they are saying. Actually, yesterday, um, I thought of the SACBW here in uh, Mossel Bay, which um, is South African Council for Business Women. And they asked me yesterday to, to speak a little about, bit about Madeleine. If I could have wrote a book about me, what will you give the title of the book? So my title of my book, because every time, it, um, especially when it comes to women, when they stand up, even if you go to women camps and that type of thing, they will stand up and they will start speaking about their hurt. And who disappointed them and who cheated them and who did this to them and who did that to them so my title was the gods must be crazy okay so i spoke the gods must be crazy because i said l um <laughs> i said god the creator spoke i think the date when when i was conceived um he he, he had this council with the uh, elohims all the other gods and he said Let's just have fun and let's create this woman, this girl, uh, this female, and let she become, she's a free spirit. And we will get her connected somewhere in her life with a man that comes out of the church that um, who were brought up under the law uh, of the church and 
you're not a do, allowed to do all this stuff. So I brought in the lighter things in a relationship between different worlds. And you can see who of the people are so religious because how can I see the gods must be crazy? Because they don't know me, they don't know my relationship with God, but I can smell that religious people, I can see them, I can see, oh no, she's not good enough, you know. Um, I don't care. I don't care because I know my God and I go within myself. I use the keys. So um, let's just get me again to unless people let go of the ego, the veil will not be lifted. They will not get the hidden treasures because they cannot claim anything for you. Okay? I want to be, if you get to people and they say, I want to be this preacher, I want to be the singer, I want to be this praise and worship leader, I want to be this prophet of God, and, and to God it means nothing, nothing. Your title means nothing to God unless you can come to a place where you become nothing so that you can become something what he has in store for you. Now, if we go to Hebrews 6, verse 1, it says, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of faith to, towards God. Verse 2, of the doctrines of baptism and of laying on of hands and of the resurrection of the dead, and of eternal judgment. Now, according to the scripture, all these things are actually joke. You went to you want to go to other people and you want to do and tell them what to do instead of telling them to see God within. You want to tell them you have to repent your sin. You have to be baptized. You have to dress like this. You have to do that. No. According to this, the word says that, therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Christ, let us go on to perfection. If you want to go on to perfection, then you don't go back to the things of repentance and of raising people from the dead and whatever there is. That's all, all those things are part of the doctrines of churches and organizations. That is nonsense, and that keeps the people in a jail. They don't know how to get out of it. So if you are sure about God, you don't need to have faith in him. Then you know him. If you, have, if you still need faith in God, you don't know him. I have faith that I'm sitting on a chair behind my computer now. I don't, I, I believe it. I don't need faith for it. I'm sitting here. If I had to have faith, then I will sit here and I don't know where I am. Okay. But because I know where I am, I'm sitting here. So if I know God, then I don't need faith in him because I know him. If you are not sure of something, then you need faith. Now, in John 17, verse 21, Jesus, his prayer was that all of us needs to be one. 
And that is what you did tonight. You connected in the spirit and you became united in the spirit. And you that and that is why I see me in you. And you must see yourself in me and in each and every person that you meet on your way. Can you go to that, that beggar next to the road and go and look in his or her eyes and say, I see you. Can you go to that person? Because in all of us, somewhere there is a beggar. Somewhere deep within you, there is a prince or a princess, a royalty. Somewhere within you, there is a person that don't have lack. Somewhere within you, there is a person in poverty or in hurt or in goodness. Everything, something deep within you. And then that is where we start having compassion for the next soul that you meet. And then we rather teach each other to say, let's make time. And we go in with ourselves, teach them that, give them that key, tell them that is what the word of God says, to go within yourself. Don't teach them to stop doing this because you're going to hell, or you're not going to make it, or you will not see God's glory. No, teach them to go within themselves and find God within them so that your inner child can meet Christ within you and that we can be changers of the atmosphere and that wherever we go, we bring that difference. And if we all start traveling in the spirit and we stop all this nonsense, then we will become the voice of God and the glory of God will be seen because his glory has to shine through us and not on any other place because we are his glory yeah and may you be blessed may you come back with awesome testimonies may you have the joy of the lord may you have no thought become nothing so that god can make you something and somebody thank you pastor shay